Alright, welcome back to another episode of the Carter Cast. I'm your host, Carter Bond. Today, we do our first ever live in-person Carter Cast, live from the Final Four in New Orleans in the Carolina Team Hotel. We do it. It's a great episode. We kind of preview the game because we had to do it before tip-off. I'm recording this intro right after the game in a hotel room. Carolina loses 69-72 to Kansas in the title game. A heartbreaker for Carolina. We were pretty spot on about our predictions. It's super interesting. We also talked about the Duke-Carolina game. We were both at the game. That awful, awful, miserable game. We talked about our time in New Orleans, who we've met, all the people we've talked about. There's some more stuff coming. We'll also recap the game on the following episode coming this Friday. We'll talk some NBA. Interviews are coming super soon. Make sure to check out CarterCast.com for all the latest content and everything. We have some awesome, awesome stuff on the way. And today's a great show. Make sure to watch the full video podcast if you all aren't already doing that on CarterCast.com or the YouTube page. It's great. You get to see the first ever live in-person CarterCast right now. I hope you all enjoy the show. But before we get into the podcast, we are brought to you by PodTalk. PodTalk is the best way to listen to podcasts. It has the best interface compared to every other podcast listening app out there. I use it myself. Go join group discussions on your favorite podcast like this one. Go join the CarterCast group discussion in PodTalk right now. Download PodTalk in the App Store today. All right, we're live. The first ever in-person CarterCast episode. We're here. We're in the Sheraton. 24-4 Sheraton. We're grinding to pump out this content right now. We're grinding. In the Tar Heel Hotel. Yeah, we let the enemy in. We had to. We're in a tournament shirt. So, you know. I fly, I fly all the way to Dallas, drive eight hours to New Orleans, sleep in a backyard, <laughs> grind it out. Wake up the screaming kids. Wake up the screaming kids. Drive a 26-mile bridge. Pay $5 just to drive that 26-mile bridge. <laughs> just to risk your life. Just to risk my life. Get to New Orleans. Smells terrible everywhere. Yeah. You can hear that. You can probably hear everything. People are just honking to honk. There are sirens every hour of the day. It's unbelievable. Just for that on Saturday. I mean. Well, I got to say. Probably the best night of my life. <sighs> All right, let's just talk. Let's, I mean, let's talk about this. Okay, when you're at, like you go to the game, I've never been to a game at a football stadium. Yeah, like it's weird. It is weird because you know, we got there and then, like, you feel like the draft coming in, like it's because you know it's like a dome, so obviously the lid's on. But yeah, you feel the draft coming in. We're sitting. You're there, so like, like in the when you're in the concourse, just like looking out. Whenever you first walk into arena, there's you're always like, holy crap! I see the core. I see like the seats or whatever. Yeah, you're so far away in the concourse yeah. from the core. It was like we were at WrestleMania. Like the rings, like yeah, the rings this big, and yeah. you're in a football stadium. Yeah, exactly. That's what it felt like. But I don't know the actual game. Just yeah, because I was in the 600 level, like mid court, parallel to the baseline, like row 10. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, if you're on the baseline, like. This is an awful sporting event to go to. Yeah. If you're on the baseline anywhere in the upper level, you're yeah. so far away. 100%. We lucked out and got the student tickets, so we were behind the band on mm-hmm. the floor, right behind. I don't know if you might watch the post-game show, but we were behind, like, Kenny and Chuck and them. Yeah. Maybe saw my blue wave on TV. I don't know. Let's, let's – all right. First off, Kansas-Villanova, like, I know we can talk about it. 
It was over. It was over by the under 16. Kansas just jumped on early, and you just felt like Villanova just had their chance. Like they made a couple runs to cut it to single digits, but they never got it below like what five, maybe. They cut it to six a couple times, and then you just knew like they weren't they weren't going to do anything because Kansas was making all the easy shots. Every shot Villanova made, you're just like, okay, how did that go in? Yeah, and it was just almost like an undercard match, anyways. Like nobody really, really cared about it. Like, yeah. Obviously, the Villanova and Kansas fans were there, but even correct me if I'm wrong. Even the Villanova fans that lost still stayed for the Carolina Duke game. No, I don't think anybody. Any the only people that left there was this random group of Kansas fans next to us. Right. They just left at the under 16 timeout of the Duke game. Just they had two little kids and just left. I can I, I would never do that. I would make my kids sit through it if I'm wrong there. But not that I have kids. But all right, yeah. let's just let's just talk about this game, man. Uh, it was back and forth. Game tips off. Duke gets it. Duke missed a shot, whatever. Leaky Black hits a corner three. Every Duke fan just knew it was game there. When he hit that to start the game, I was like, oh, man. Because, I don't know, it has one of two effects. Because the first effect could be, oh, he hit, this, hit his first one. He's going to take three more and just completely bricked him. He had a couple more. Couple yeah, no, he made – like, he made – he was the he difference in that game. Because the thing was, Leaky Black does not make those threes. If he even misses one of those threes, this game is totally different. Yeah, 100%. He made those timely shots because Duke – credit to Duke for doing a good job. If, you, if you're if you Duke, you have to leave somebody open or, like, sacrifice something in order to trap the ball or double-team the post. Leaky Black's the guy you rotate off of. So, if he's hitting those shots – Like, that's why I wasn't, I wasn't even mad that Duke wasn't closing out on him. I'm just mad he made him because he yeah, does not make those shots. Yeah, 100%. And I said it before the game. I said it to K.J. Smith, whatever. I said whoever gets first, the first two fouls between the two big men of the game. That would yeah. be a huge difference. Mark Williams picked up two early fouls. And, like, I don't even know – like, we were talking about it after. Like, I don't even know if it made that big of a difference. I don't think Theo John played bad. I mean, he just got four fouls, and Coach K was like, F Theo John. Like, yeah, I don't care about you. We can't have Mark Williams in this game right now. He has some buckets, Theo John did. Yeah, he cooked Manic on that one little yeah. spin move. But – No, it's – my gosh. And the second half, when Caleb Love went off, you knew what was happening. You knew it was coming because, what, he had, like, five at halftime or something like that? Not a yeah. lot. RJ Davis had all, all the Carolina's points in the first half. And then there was that stretch from like it was like 60, it was like 66, 67 or something. Yeah. So about Caleb Love shot. Every it was the biggest roller coaster for both teams. Because every it was Jeremy Roach missed the layup, Trevor Keels and one. Then Brady Manic hits a corner three. Yeah. And then it comes down. Wendell Moore hits top of the key three. The offensive, yeah, that's about yeah. I mean, unbelievable. It was, I mean, look. I would go again. Like, I'm – obviously, it sucked. It was awful. I sat in the stands yeah. for 45 minutes to an hour after just staring off. Like, this, it just, this just actually happened. Like, really? the rivalry's over. That honestly is what it feels like. I don't know about over, but it's, it's almost like, you know, all the games in the regular season, like ACC tournament games, all that stuff. Like, that's great. But they never met in the tournament, and they definitely never met in the Final Four. So, it's almost like this was the ultimate trump card. Like, if, if there's any argument about a rivalry – all you have to come back and is say, it's Carolina fans say, beat Coach K in his last game, Cameron, and then beat you all in the final four. And, okay. and I feel like, like not that I'm going to have sympathy for you, but like, what do you say to that? Like, like we talked about it before, like a week before the game, we were like, this will be the ultimate bragging rights. And I was trying to yeah. argue, like, oh, Coach K's last game will still be there. And you were like, no, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. I'm sorry, yeah. as, as your friend. Yeah. But I'm not sorry, it's Carolina fan. That was amazing. I mean, it was literally forty. I like it. It was like a family member died. Really? I wouldn't give. It wasn't even about Coach K. Yeah. Oh, I know. It was just. I mean, I could care. I could care less about Coach K. Like honestly, but like, yeah. Losing that game, losing that game, like, my voice was shot, dude. 
my, I don't my, think my voice is shot. I think I was shaking the whole time. It was unbelievable. Like people around us, like some some of the students in the student section, like you could tell that like obviously they're pulling for Carolina, but they didn't really know what was going on, like the magnitude no. of the game. Me and Jack were sitting there like freaking out the entire time. The, the, well, I mean, we were at the rats up in the 600 level, dude. It got rowdy. Did it really? Was, was your section like a mix or? It, there was there was a couple like Carolina fans just like yeah you know like just like whatever Carolina fans they weren't like they're were like we that was yeah. it but it wasn't like, like freaking crazy. out but like the, the, all the out? all the Duke fans and Villanova fans are freaking out like when Villanova went on that last run those dudes were going nuts but yeah we were going nuts yeah it was just crazy to see like from my point of view on the baseline like you can see the Carolina section right here on my side and the Duke section in the lower bowl and it was like very evenly split. So it was like a wave of light blue, like everything. Yeah. Every time something good would happen, they would cheer, and then the wave of Duke blue, every like they would cheer. It was it, was, it was weird because like you, you go to your final four, you see it on TV. It's I don't know if it's the camera angles or what it is. Yeah. Whenever you're watching the game, and like when you're watching the game, you see it's such a big deal. When you're at when you're at the game, you're almost like hallucinating. You're like dreaming. Like, this is not happening right now. Like yeah, it almost it literally felt like a Friday night ACC semifinal game. Yeah, when you're it, there. It really did. Like, I, I don't even think it hit me that it was the final four until like that under four timeout. I think the game was tied or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Once, once it got like, going, you're like, I was like, oh my god. Yeah, like, this is it. I was like, this is it. I was like, I will go home so upset, or this will be the greatest time of my life. I wanted to. I wanted a red eye right after. I wish I my my flight was tomorrow. And of course, I have to go to the game tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Free tickets. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're recording this. It's on Monday. Monday, 11.36 Central Time. And we're going – I mean, I guess we're both going to the game tonight. We are. We are. Pete Mead, I'll be wearing the light blue wig and kind of wear the same outfit. Pete Mead behind the basket. Actually, anybody who saw the broadcast, I think I was on there a decent amount. Go back and watch it. Casting casting from behind the basket and behind the postgame show. It was amazing. It was amazing. And I think if, if – And then just walking Bourbon Street after. It was a madhouse. But I mean, dude, I it, it was awful. You see, every Duke fan is just like Hang they had to. They had to go to Bourbon Street. Like, I'm in New Orleans. I gotta go. Yeah, and they're, they're just walking with the most stone cold face. I saw Nolan Smith in a couple of places after the game, and he was just talking to people. I saw Marcus Goodyard. It was, it was pretty fun. It was so bad. And then knock on wood, knock on wood. If we win tonight, it's gonna be. It's gonna be insane. Let it be known, though. Let it be known. I was willing to record after the game. Yeah, that's fair. I, I just I wasn't. I was willing to record. I wasn't going to say to mom to do that hmm. for whatever reason it may be. Um, but yeah, I mean, you think it's oh, like, like uh, let's talk about the like Duke Carolina rivalry now. It's going to be weird because like John Shire, Hubert Davis. I feel like they're we don't know a Shire yet. Obviously, his recruiting class is insane. Yeah. But like, is that rivalry still going to be as strong? Like going to games at Cameron are insane with Coach K. Like, yeah, insane. Is it going to die down a little bit? Will it be the same? Will the environment be the same? Will they still have the consecutive sellouts? I still think they're going to be really good next year. Next year is pivotal, pivotal in the direction where Duke goes as a program. Like, does it stay atop? It'll always be that national brand and everything, yeah. I think. It I won't agree. go away. I agree. But, like, they've got to dominate next year. And they've got to be top 10, top 15. That's the thing, because if you don't, then you're going to lose. Like, some of these fans will be like, oh, Coach K left for the program's in shambles. Mm-hmm. Why do I need to go to all these games? Do I need season tickets? You know? Especially, I mean, they have an insane <clears throat> recruiting class. I think Jeremy Roach comes back. Trevor Keels is a maybe. I think he still declares, but he's still yeah. a maybe. We'll get some transfers. We got two big men, five-star, like one and three. Yeah. Small forward. Scared the oh, ghost in here. Um <laughs> 
But I don't know, man. I, I mean, I don't even have much to say. I think – I mean, I don't know. I think the rivalry – I think it will always be a rivalry, Carolina-Duke. But it's almost like Roy Williams retired last year. Coach K retires this year. Like, that was almost like the pinnacle. Yeah. And it was, like, all leading to this. And then now what? Now where does it go? Like, I guess a new chapter in the rivalry starts. But, like, will, will this chapter in the rivalry be remembered as, like, oh, it fell off for a few years or something like that, you know? Yeah. No, like, I mean – Well, like, and also, like, it literally felt like the ending of a movie. Like, yeah. obviously, he's a Coach K farewell tour. Like, yeah. shout out Titus and Tate for all that. Like – it just felt like the it was the final chapter in the movie. It's like okay, like it was like the last Rocky, where like yeah, if you're a Duke fan, Rocky lost. If you're yeah. if you're a Carolina fan, then Rocky won. Like yeah, like where does it go from here? And that's part of the reason I'm I'm concerned about tonight is because that Duke Carolina game was so monumental, and like I feel like it took so much out of Carolina's the winning. You think Carol- so? Carolina's winning. The only the reason I would say not is because <clears throat> that Duke game took so much out of the team, but I also feel like they're the hottest team. They've been the hottest team left for They're just so confident. Like that's the thing. Caleb Love can come down and airball 10 shots in a row and still take a step back three or five seconds left and die. And shout out to Hubert Davis for that because like you just didn't see that with Roy Williams. I mean, it doesn't help. Roy Williams and freshmen are like, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of a good analogy right now. I mean, it's like they just don't they don't it just doesn't mix. mix. Like, yeah. I would say apples and oranges, but I mean yeah. But (laughs) Yeah, it just doesn't mix. It didn't mix yeah. for some reason. Like every freshman, like doesn't usually doesn't even start. They always have struggles, especially a point minutes, guard, yeah. especially a point guard in Roy Williams' system. And now they're just good. Yeah, and like, it just it just seems like Caleb Love and R.J. Davis both like they've taken such a huge leap forward under Hubert Davis. I don't think they would have taken this huge leap forward if Roy stayed. As hard as that is to say, I'll talk. I, I was talking with some Carolina fans after the game too. Like the like Dawson Garcia not playing as sad as it is like I hope like hope everything's fine and all yeah that might have been that was probably the best thing for this team like to 100%. make that next up whether it was like it sounds cheesy but like overcoming it like adversity, adversity like yeah. and coming back and stuff like I mean when Duke lost Rashid Sulman you're thinking oh that's another player they lost Duke was so much better after that happened shout yeah. out Rashid Sulman I love you yeah well the thing is if if Garcia didn't go if he if he kept playing Brady Manick would not be where he is today and no that's exactly huge, that's a huge reason. He's dropped 20, 20 or more points in a lot of these games. Obviously not last night, but or two nights ago. But he has been a major part of our offense. He had like what 16, 18? 14, maybe. I can't remember. I have it right here. Either way, though, he would not be taking hitting these big shots if Dawson Garcia was still. Yeah, and the thing is, he was hitting the big 14, shots. Like 14, yeah. yeah, and those were the big shots. He yeah. hit what three threes? Um, yeah, that yeah, exactly. Three, yeah, oh yeah. I mean, I could go on about the refs. I could go on about all that stuff. I just don't have the energy anymore. I just don't care because, like, what are you, what, what are you gonna do? Complain about the refs at this point? Like, yeah. Especially now that we're recording two days after it happened. Like after the it's game, you're nice. like, yeah. you're gonna complain. Obviously, the refs suck. It's college basketball. Like, what yeah. are you gonna do at this point? Just, it sucked, man. I gotta tell you though, watching that game when Armando fouled out with a minute and a half left, and then oh, I don't even know what happened next. We missed a rebound or something. It, might have been that it, was, it was the Wendell Moore three yeah, with a minute like, twenty left. Oh, that's it. Like I was, I was about to throw up. And then Caleb came down. Just no, 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 no. It was with fifty-five seconds left. Mark Will he fouled Mark Will. Oh, he, he missed the free throws. Missed the free throws. Yeah. And did, did Coach K like kind of blame him in that post-game presser? I watched that. I don't think it was necessarily. Little... I don't think it was necessarily him because I also think like his. Paolo missed a bunch of free throws. Yeah. Jeremy Roach missed big free throws. Trevor Keels missed massive free throws. Yeah. Massive free throws. Yeah. I don't know, dude. 
this sucks. Like, especially being here after and you're stuck here in New Orleans. Like, don't want to be. That here. was my worst nightmare. I, I feel for you. I, I, I would have been so miserable. Just hey, I'm hanging around New Orleans. Like, this is fun. Too bad I don't have a team to, to fight anymore. Like, the reason I'm here is just gone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do a quick preview about the game and then talk about just like things going on here. About the game tonight, All right. UNC Kansas. Kansas is like what four and a half, five point favorite. I think, I think it went down to four I think today. They're at four right now, yeah. I love Carolina. Really love Carolina clip it. money line. Clip I'll it. clip it. I don't care. Like, yeah. I love Carolina money line tonight. Like, I, I, I you can call me oh he's a fake Duke fan, whatever. If you watch the effing game, yeah, Carolina is just on fire. Like, why are you betting against this team? Who consistently is just always winning, and they're they always the biggest four or five point underdogs. And they, I do right. like the thing that does scare me though is we see these teams like they still like oh they don't look fatigued they don't, don't look fatigued. The title game is a whole nother set of nerves. Yeah, I agree. Whole nother set of nerves, especially after Friday night or Saturday night. And you could say two things about it. You could say well one, now they're emotionally physically drained after that game. Or they're just so confident, like, yeah. F Kansas, we can just go in here and murder these guys. That's what I was going to say. It could go one or two ways. And the way that I hope it goes is, oh, they beat Duke. That was, like, the pinnacle of it. Now we can beat anybody. Like, we overcame Duke again, and now Kansas is just, you know, one more person in the past. And the other thing, too, is is that it's going to sound stupid. I mean, we talked about it on the last episode that Kansas, the, Kansas had the easiest road and all that. Yeah. It still feels like that because Villanova, without, without their six-man – they were doomed. Like they had no chance in that it game. They had no confidence, especially yeah. after Agbasha came out there and nailed three threes. Yeah. And McCormick was just dominating. I right. don't think it's that easy this game. I think it's going to be a close game, no matter what. I think, and especially if you're going to put money on the game, like take the points with Carolina. I'm plus four. Like so. even if Carolina is down 15, they still have the opportunity with their three point shooting to be able to get back in this game. Carolina's defense can look horrible at times. Yeah, I horrible. I just don't. It's all about honestly, because like Ogbaji for Kansas has had tendency to disappear in some of these games, and like they haven't needed him too much, especially in the earlier games. He just had bad games. I don't know. I think if Leaky Black and I, I assume they'll be on him. Yeah, yeah, it would be Leaky. It would then, have to be. Yeah, but he, I don't know if he can like force him into some tough shots, and then McCormick just doesn't have another game like he did. So, I really do like Carolina's chances because I believe he's been he's going to come off the bench tonight, but. Remy Martin's got to play big for Kansas. Yes. Oh, he has to have double figures on the bench, 100%. Absolutely. Uh, I'm nervous. I'm so nervous. What a, what a time, though. I don't want to – you know, let me set my moment here. Senior year of college, going to the national championship in New Orleans after beating Duke and retiring Coach K. What a moment. What a moment. What a moment. Score prediction, I'll say Carolina 74, Kansas 73. You think it's that close? Yeah. I don't know if it'll be that close. Either way, whoever wins, I don't know if it'll be that close. Yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll. I think we might see a buzzer beater tonight. Give me Carolina seventy-eight, Kansas seventy-one. How about that? Seventy-eight, thirty-one. I think unless it's a buzzer beater, they're gonna foul. All right, let's close with this. We're in New Orleans. Couple of like, what's going on here? Like, let's talk about like just the random people. It's so weird whenever like I've never been to a Final Four and you're just walking on the street. You see the most random people yep, that are just here for it. They wouldn't even expect to be here, really. Like yep. the other day, I saw Stillman White, Carolina legend, Elite A legend. Saw him walking down the street. He's barely recognizable, but I just knew just because. I, I would not recognize him. Yeah. I saw Marcus Ginyard, Nolan Smith. Like it's just the, the randomest people. You saw yeah. Gottlieb. I, yeah. I w- walked on the street. I'll post it on Twitter later. Saw Doug Gottlieb. Just yeah. say, hey, Doug, what's up? He, he seemed like a nice guy. I mean, it was like a yeah. 20 second interaction. But, but then, and then we were in the same. 20 feet is Dave Portnoy. 
Yeah, Dan yeah, Port- yeah. screwed that up. Didn't even know. Portnoy was Portnoy was like right there at Cafe Dumont Cafe or whatever. Dumont, yeah. Uh, who else? Uh, we're walking into the game. All of a sudden, right in front of us, Mark Pope's just standing there. Yeah. We saw uh, Odom. Yeah, That's Coach right. Odom. Yeah, Coach shout Odom, out. Yeah. Uh, oh, I saw leaving the Duke Carolina game. I saw uh, Kyle Singler. Oh, did you? Yeah, bald ass head. Yeah. We uh. We actually talked. We actually, Anthony Harris was walking out of the arena with us. Oh, yeah, kind of awkward. Here. Yeah, he's here. Yeah, he's, I think he's in the hotel. Jesus, he get like a like Carolina wins. Is, I think. He I won. think he gets a ring, right? It's like Bearjow getting a ring yeah. with the Cavs. Would Garcia get one? Yeah, a hundred percent. A hundred percent, Garcia would get one. I guess because I that think seems... I think they would still send him one. I don't know. I think it's like a person choice. Like, hey, do you want one? And yeah, because like, Anthony Harris, like, he got. Ineligible to play, but he's still been like with the team practicing, and he doesn't he didn't travel for some of the away games. But yeah, he's still like with the team, so that would make sense. That would be tough, dude. That would be so tough. Imagine, oh my gosh, that would be tough. But it's weird down here, man. Like, I've been, this is my second time to New Orleans. It's my first time. It it's like another. A, it feels like it feels like an upgraded Myrtle Beach sometimes. Yeah, I feel it, it really does. It feels like Myrtle Beach, and like, like it's like Myrtle Beach in Vegas had a kid in the swampiest place of all time. Yeah, it, it just feels dirty. It's, it's amazing how different it feels during the day. Yeah. Like you're walking around with all these Final Four fans, going to the Fan Fest. And then at night, like – You turn the right – you go one – you take the wrong left turn. And, and it's like a chill. It's like good for your <laughs> It's so weird. I don't know. I mean, we literally saw a dude in a wheel uh, – a homeless dude in a wheelchair getting twerked on. <laughs> like <laughs> That doesn't shock me. Like, that doesn't shock me at all. It's going to be a madhouse tonight. Either way, I think it'll be a madhouse. But I'm getting out as as possible. But it's a blowout. I'm I'm leaving at halftime. Really? I'm leaving. If I think if it hits a twenty point game, I'm leaving immediately. There's no way it's twenty points in the first half. If some Carolina fan wants tickets, I'll give it to them. <sighs> Actually, no. Screw them. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah, no. Way. I just, I'm stuck here and like I have to go to the game. Like, why not? I, you, you might know. as well stay. Yeah, if you're going to the game anyway. What are you gonna wear? What's the fit? Probably looking at it. No can No canes here. No, I'm not wearing Kansas gear. <laughs> oh, are you man. high? Hey. No, no, dude, no way. I like, I, and that's the other part too. Is like, bro, I didn't want Nova to win. I don't want Kansas to win, but I want them to murder Carolina. <laughs> oh man, I, I just love like, it. Like the only two teams that could make this worse if it was like Kansas or not Kansas, Kentucky or Virginia. Yeah. If it was Kentucky or Virginia, this would be the worst possible case scenario. Yeah. Yeah, I agree because nobody wants to see the Kansas win or like Illinois. No. Nobody wants to see anyone. Everyone's following every media member, every like neutrals are ever falling in love with the Carolina story, which is disgusting. Nah, when they, when they, AC, AC shouldn't be here. When everyone is trying to just, you know, disrespect, they're hurting and hating and throwing hateful messages to a veteran, a true veteran. And his going, all he has given to the game and this country. Okay. Yes. Mm, really? What? No, I, I don't know about any hateful messages. Do you hate the troops? I do not hate the troops. Don't really, I don't really have a strong liking for Coach Hayda. He's a troop. Well, he's an outlier then. He's a troop. He coach at West Point. Went to West Point. Good for him. Veteran. Doesn't, doesn't really change my mindset about him. Seems like he Into, hates Enjoy retirement. Though. Enjoy retirement. It seems like he hates the troops. Never. I'll never admit that. Anything else, though? Like, New Orleans, I mean – not really much. Like the end, we'll get. Well, I mean, we'll just get full swing in the NBA starting at the end of the week. But yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get just exhausted. How fat do you feel? The only reason <laughs> I don't 
feel too fat is because we've been walking around a lot. Yeah, that's and the thing. I, that's been that helping a lot. Somewhat. Yeah, that's and it's like swampy and like you're you're getting like you're burning the calories, you're sweating, like you're getting yeah. that off. But like, dude, you're just eating. You're just like, you, after you're done eating, you just take the biggest. I mean, somehow we we're starting to turn every episode into a fat guy minute, but. <laughs> You, you're eating just the worst food ever, like chicken tenders and an eight dollar yeah. slice of pizza. Because it's the only thing that you can get without waiting two hours. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I'm not waiting two hours for seafood. I just, I just can't. Yeah, exactly. Because you're trying to get somewhere else. I will say the the day of the game, the day of the Duke Carolina game, I didn't do bad. They gave us like these personal pain pizzas in the student section. Oh yeah, wine just and cheese club. Skipped our wine row. And, skipped wine our row. So me and Jack had split a personal pain pizza. Golly, that's grit and grind right there. Splitting a personal wine and cheese club. Wine and cheese club. We're we're in a five-star hotel. Are we hitting the pregame party in a couple hours? You're in a pregame party. You're going out with Roy Williams. <laughs> saw Roy Williams yesterday. Here we actually walked by here and saw Roy Williams. Said, "Hey, yeah. whatever." Um, I'm talking. You talk about people like seeing people places. This lobby. You see everybody. Yeah. Is Jordan here today? He's supposedly coming. I don't know if he's gonna like, stay here. He probably just gets on his jet. And get yeah, out, I guarantee he will stay here. But, but he's supposedly coming. But yeah, there's yeah. No, I mean we're there. sitting here. I mean. They brought in a bottle of champagne for them. It's not true. There's a there's a Rolex on the counter. <laughs> we got our personal like gifts. There's there. a concierge waiting outside for us to take us to a meal. <laughs> a reservation. Meanwhile, I was eating a Sonic breakfast burrito yesterday. <laughs> and Smoothie King I to feel in, something. I come in and they just like force free drinks on us. Like, guys, I have to take one. Just, you know, it's disrespectful not to. Sure, I'll take a free uh, bayonet or whatever you say. I, right after the game, go home, wake up at 4 a.m., and just drive straight to Dallas and catch a flight. What, for you? Yeah. That is rough. I, we're flying out here sometime tomorrow. It's going to be so weird, though, like, especially if Carolina wins, just going back to class uh, and just being normal again. Yeah. Like, I'm, I, I'm ready to be normal again. I do not want to be here. I might spend $500 on championship merchandise if we win. I'm so serious. I, I was gonna buy a Final Four shirt. Not a chance. Not a chance. That was my. That, that was my reasoning. If Carolina lost to Duke, I was not buying one. It's. I, I mean, I feel like. I've, uh, no, I'm not. I'm not buying any Final Four merch. You know, you just don't remember this trip at all. Just want to strike it from the memory. Okay, all, all like personal bias aside, though, what a game to be at. Anyway, like I know Duke. That's what I mean. I said at the beginning, I would have done it ten times out of ten. 100%. I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew this was a real possibility because I, I really did think Carolina was going to win this game. Yeah, but I mean, just look at how confident they're playing. But anyhow, besides that, because I sound like Jay Billis right now as a Duke fan. Yeah, Carolina is awesome. No, I hate Carolina. Yeah. Carolina sucks. You just got if you see they're playing good, you just got to admit yeah. it. Yeah, and I'll say the same thing. I said that about Duke earlier in the year. The thing is, I feel like Carolina just had that confidence that, like, oh, we beat them before, and, like, that just carried over the top. That, that was the difference in Hubert's – literally Coach Hubert's uh, coaching career. Yeah. That was everything. That changed yeah. his entire career. Entire career. Um, oh, man. Anything else? No, I'm just – I'm just kind of saying – Yeah. up for the night. It's been a great trip, though, casting live. You know, you saw that picture on Twitter, a little pregame. A little pregame uh, festivities. Literally my worst nightmare. Yeah, Carter's ready to get in the NBA, but uh, you know, oh what my gosh. the Hornets just are choking. The yeah. Hornets are choking so badly. I uh, we're in New Orleans, so I put a little money down on the Hornets just to see they lost by thirty points. There, I mean, it's so like it's so bad, like it is bad because you know what's gonna happen again. We're gonna get the ten. We're gonna get the ten seed and get, and, and get whacked by, by thirty. Yeah, it's the same song, different verse. Same song, different verse for Brigo. Whatever, we can get that later. Yeah, I know, but. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Oh, last thing. 
I think I've seen about oh, we also saw Rico Bosco. Shout out Jeff Mendo, Nadu Crew. Um, we I mean, I think I've seen like every there was used to be those pictures all over Twitter, it'd be like the fake Scott Van Pelt. Yeah. I've seen an obscene, an obscene amount of Mark Titus lookalikes. Yeah. Just tall, lanky dudes with the beard, a little flowy the hair, with a hat. Yeah. And like a tight shirt. Like, like not I, like tight, tight, but like I always feel like if I saw Mark Titus, I wouldn't notice him. I'd be like, oh, there's Mark Titus lookalike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be close. There be are close. so many Mark Titus lookalikes here. Yeah, oh, it is crazy. Because you just never know you're gonna see Walk on the Streets. It's just unreal. Yeah, but all right, that'll do it from us. Yeah, that's first it. cast live episode. We'll have more in the future, have interviews coming all summer, all spring, yeah. everything. Uh, make sure to check out cartercast.com. Check out the website. Check out all the clips, videos, video podcasts, articles, Twitter pages, social media, all the social media. You know it. Cartercast.com, Cartercast on social media. Carter B8 on Twitter, Connor underscore Sparrow on Twitter as well. Make sure to check it out. We will be back Friday. Friday could be the worst show ever. Could, oh, be, could be just an average like Kansas one. Yeah. So. If Carolina wins, I'm going to be unbearable. So everybody pay yourselves or block me or whatever you have to deal with social media because it's going to be bad. <laughs> but, all right. That'll do it. See you all Friday. Bye.